Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Hey, greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always say your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. My wife and I, Harry, have to know an answer to this question. Uh Uh-oh. Did you fix the scroll problem that was a part of your household before the weekend got started and you and the family had a chance to take your beautiful daughter Harrison to an event happening in Chattanooga, Tennessee? That's the answer we want. Are you still part of the scroll household? Is the scroll part of your household? Or did you get rid of that dastardly rodent before you left town? He or she is still up there shacking up in my attic. And according to, you know, a couple of tweets I've seen from people, uh-huh. it's springtime. Well, springtime is rolling around, mm-hmm. so they might be up there hunching, yeah. doing something yeah, yeah, to yeah. create babies. Yeah, Joyce, who hit us on Twitter, at Coleman ESPN, H. Delgas 83 says, yeah, you better get that Cretan out of there because this is right about <laughs> that time when it's like, mm-hmm, hmm, hmm, <laughs> hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> I got but a bottle no, of acorns I, I, just for you. I, I didn't get a chance to get it done, but Freddie, I will tell you this: I yeah. had one of the best weekends I could uh, that yeah. I could really remember in my life. Right. Being able to go to Chattanooga with my wife and my two kids. My daughter had a dance competition. Nice. She actually, her group won. They got first place, so she knows she already super confident. Good. She is overly confident. I don't even think that's a thing. But my baby girl is overly confident right now. And I love every bit of it. But man, I got a chance to, because my wife owns the dance studio and she has right. to attend to the other dancers or whatnot and uh, acts that are going up there on stage. So me, my daughter, um, and my son, man, we got to go do a little rock climbing. Nice. We went on a horse and carriage ride, went to the aquarium. We went to a skate park. I seen a skate park driving off the highway. Okay. So I pulled up on it. You know, let my kids go out there and, and, and see the kids out there trying to learn new tricks on the skateboards. It was also a little band out there. They had drums and stuff set okay. up. Wow. They were out there practicing. It was a, a outdoor little hockey thing sure. um, as well. So, man, we got to see a lot of different things while being in Chattanooga. And Chattanooga uh-huh. is an underrated city. Didn't I, tell I didn't you? know, man, it was that it was that wonderful. Yeah. And we, we actually said to ourselves that we're going to, you know, try to make it a yearly thing where we go up there and yeah. just spend a weekend or whatnot. Yeah, because Nashville gets a lot of credit. It, deservedly so. Memphis gets a lot of credit, deservedly so. Knoxville, the whole University of Tennessee gets a lot of credit, deservedly so. But anytime I talk to somebody and you're the latest person that has been to Chattanooga, they are always, always overly impressed by how really cool of a spot that is. In a state that's known for a bunch of things, and Chattanooga may fall by the wayside, but plenty of people know about that little, little secret known as Chattanooga, Tennessee, that you find out about this weekend. And I got to give my wife a lot of credit. Shout out to our studio, Just Dance Studio in Douglasville, Georgia. Nice. Uh, they had multiple groups win this weekend, but mm-hmm. shout out to her, her teachers, the dancers. They did a phenomenal job in Chattanooga. Can't wait for more. We got more more competitions coming out. I'm a dance dad, yeah. fellas. Yeah. All, all you guys out there, if you're a dance dad, tweet me at HDouglas83. Shout out to y'all as well. No doubt about that. Hopefully you'll have more competitions than more squirrels and casas 
Casade Douglas. <laughs> because if that's an even number, that is not going to be good for Casade Douglas. <laughs> if you got as many competitions as squirrels still hanging out here in your attic trying to get down to business, hopefully that's not going to be the case. You can always get down to business with us. You can join the Freddie Harry call in line. The number's there for you at triple eight say ESPN. That is eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. So we got the weekend thing out the way for both of us. It's time for the main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. You can be discussed with the NBA All-Star game. You don't have to like the fact that the winning score, the team scored 211 points in an NBA All-Star game. They probably scored more points, Harry, last on the NBA All-Star game than the NBA might have scored in the 1950s of the decade. That's how yep. bad it was when it comes to the All-Star game. But you can be disgusted about that all you want. The best part of the whole thing is it's great attention for the NBA because plenty of people are talking about it, not in a good way. Like Larry Bird, Basketball Hall of Famer, NBA All-Star game happening in his state. And at the Legends brunch before the game, he was like, I hope this happens. The one thing I would really like to see is they play hard tonight in this, uh, tonight in this All-Star game. Uh-huh. I think it's very important sure. when you have the best the best players in the world together, uh-huh. you got to compete. Right. And you got to play hard. Right. And you got to show the fans how good they really are. 397 points later, it did not happen with the nope. NBA All-Star game. Nope, 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 nope. And, and, and honestly, Freddie, for me, it's it's kind of tough because I played a professional sport and I like to compete at everything, whether yeah. it's football, taking the trash out. I, damn it, I want to wash the dishes to the best of my abilities. I want to compete. <laughs> right. So for those guys and so many phenomenal players to be amongst one another and guys don't have that mindset, yeah. it, it, it kind of bothers me. But it, it leads to me to say this. I don't think we're ever going to have that Michael Jordan mindset, that Kobe Bryant mindset, that yeah. Larry Bird mindset, that Magic Johnson mindset, that Isaiah Thomas, I want to rip your heart out mindset right. ever again yeah. when we talk about the NBA. And let me tell you one thing that really bothered me, and I love Anthony Edwards, right? He's from Georgia, from the ATL, man, so I'm a huge fan of his. Right. But this is what I didn't like that he said, and these, mm. are, this, this, these are his words. For okay. me, it's an all-star game. So I don't think I will ever look at it being super competitive. It's always fun. I don't know what they can do to make it more competitive. It's always fun. But I don't know what they can do to make it more competitive. It's a break. I don't think nobody wants to come here and compete. You know how they can make it more competitive? No. Take your ass out there and compete well, like yeah. you're doing a regular season basketball game. Yeah, yeah. easy to say, but here's something else to what he just said. I'm glad you put that out there. What Anthony Edwards, who is definitely a burgeoning, if not an already there superstar for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I don't want to hear any player complain from now on if you get snubbed for an all-star team. If Anthony Edwards gets snubbed for an all-star team or for a starting spot and he starts giving me what my coach in college, the late great Tom L. Sass, a guy rest of his soul, you say people start getting moose face when things don't go their way. Oh, I had to give it what I want. Mm-hmm. You get a moose face. Anthony Edwards better not moose face his way if he gets snubbed for a starting spot or at an all-star game because you basically told us what the problem is. You say, hey, it's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be super competitive. We're just going to be there to have fun. You can do both at an all-star game. Now, if you don't want to do both, then like you said, either don't be there or sit you behind on the bench. But the next time I hear a player, if they let's say they've never made an all-star team before, give that a pass. But if you made an all-star team before and let's say you get snubbed and you complain about it, you can miss me with that. 
if you're Anthony Edwards or anybody else, I don't want to hear any of your sob stories ever again based on what he just said. And I'm not saying that's a blanket statement that he made for every NBA All-Star, but you should not be a part of something that looks like that. I don't know what fun he has. Maybe his definition of fun is clearly not my kind of idea of fun, but even Adam Silver, NBA commissioner, he didn't find anything fun about last night's game that had a combined 397 points. And to the Eastern Conference All-Stars, you scored the most points. Well... Congratulations. Giannis, to your team, this trophy is yours. He just sounded so disgusted. So completely disgusted. We're, we're talking about the winning team in the East scoring 211 points. But, Freddie, the losing team in the Western Conference scored 186. That's still bad. I agree. Yes. 397 points combined. You talk about the lack of defensive effort. And mm. just like I mentioned earlier, man, mm-hmm. the competitive nature has to be there. It really, really does. And these guys, a lot, I hear people talk about, well, what if they go out there and get hurt? Well, what about a game before they get to the All-Star game or mm-hmm. the game after they're done with the All-Star game? Mm-hmm. What if they go out there and get hurt? What if mm-hmm. they get hurt like Clay Thompson did in the summertime mm-hmm. uh, before the season even starts? Right. They're, they hoop. That's what they do. Yeah, exactly. They hoop, mm-hmm. man. They, they play ball. That's what they do. So why is that even a mindset? It's, it's nothing to go out there and put on the show for the people for one Sunday night. It's, it's it nothing be. to do that. That yeah. your, your job is to hoop. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Especially when – and you can bring finances into it, whatever you want. Even enough finances are not going to make guys in this day and age want to play hard in something that they don't regard as a competition when it comes to the All-Star game. That's just the mentality that has been part of the All-Star game the last 10 years, in my opinion. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Your thoughts on the All-Star game? How would you fix it? Leave it alone. What you think? Let us know at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. And I'm a basketball nut. My wife even asked me, isn't the All-Star game on? I said, "Mm mm-hmm. She goes, are you going to watch it? I said, I'm not missing the equalizer for the NBA All-Star game. (laughs) Queen Latifah and me were together, taking on the bad guys of the world, making sure she saves us from those terrorists across the seas, especially when it's a TV show. I was watching Queen Latifah and the Equalizer and the new show Tracker because I knew exactly what that All-Star game was going to look like. And as somebody who grew up watching Larry Bird and Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal and Patrick Ewing and Dr. J, I knew what the farce that was going to be. I'm not devoting my eyes to that. I know I'm going to get more entertainment value when I got Robin McCall protecting us from those dastardly terrorist people trying to That's take right. over this country on the That's equalizer. Right. <laughs> and then when I hear Anthony Edwards putting it out there, for me, it's an all-star game. I won't ever look at a super competitive. It's been like this, Harry, for about the last 10 years or so. Well, I'll tell you one thing I did enjoy when you had the little fire between Benedict Matherin and also Jaden Ivey. See, that's what I like. I like competition. I like for these guys to be going at each other, talk a little smack, get in each other's face a little bit. Because the way Michael Jordan used to view it, hey, man, let me see how – you know, some of these guys I may end up playing. Mm-hmm. What can I pick up from these guys? Right. What competitive advantage can I get from these guys? Mm-hmm. Not only in this All Star game, but as we move forward through the city, I mean, through the season, because I know we're going to make it to where we need to make it. And what if I got to match up with one of these guys in the Eastern Conference playoffs and also when I get to the NBA finals? So you got, you got, you got to use all these things, man, to your advantage. Right. But that, that's what competitors do. Not saying that these guys aren't competitors, but when I have the best amongst me, 
I want to put on my best performance, my best showing. Let them know that, hey, I'm the, I'm the top alpha dog in here, and everybody going to understand it and, and appreciate it as well. That's, what, that's how you got to be, man. Yeah, but not in this day and age. That's not, I, I know what it is. I know what it ain't. And right now, the NBA All-Star game, that's been an eight for a long, long time. Cody Missouri, he's got something to say about this at Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Cody, what you got, my friend? All right, I got two things. The first one being, like, I kind of get it that these guys, they don't want to go out there and potentially get hurt in a game that they feel is meaningless. I understand a lot of the, I don't want to say older, but there ain't another word for it, but older folks remember the golden days of the All-Star game, but Mm -hmm. that's gone. It's probably not coming back. Yep. Second thing, make it an occasion a little bit more differently. Put mic up the players. Let's have it in exotic locations. Could you imagine playing in another country, playing in a you know a street ball court somewhere, a random high school gym? I don't know. Do something exciting that isn't just the best players playing a meaningless game against each other because we've seen it boring, yawn. Try something new. Um, also, just throwing this out there, Maybe don't have it in the middle of the season. Maybe have all-star game at the beginning of the season, at the end of the season, another country. Take it to Africa. Take it to Europe. Take it to Asia. Go somewhere new. Do something exciting. Well, I, I would say this as far as another location. Well, you can't do it on no, no street ball court now because say, the, the NBA is going to make sure yeah. the safety of the players, that's the number one thing, right? Let's put it, they play street ball in the summertime and outdoor court tournaments and all that stuff anyway, so – but I hear you what you're but saying. Not, but, not, but not majority All-Stars. But, you, yeah. but I, I will say this. I hear what you're saying. Th- yeah. These guys are going hard in the offseason competing. What, what's the difference between going hard in the offseason playing against one another amongst these gyms yeah. versus an All-Star game, yeah. right? Yeah, the late Kobe Bryant even said, he said, guys would rather go hard against each other, playing against each other in the offseason, but not do it against the top-of-the-line peers in an All-Star game. Like you said, even if it's just for one night, you can't do that for 5 to 10, 15 minutes because you're not going to be playing 40, 48 minutes when it comes to playing in an all-star game. Nobody is going to do that. And nope. if somebody's a little bit hampered coming into that game, that coach is going to have enough to say, well, I'm not going to play in that many minutes because I don't want his coach giving me stink guy because I decided to try to win an all-star game and I'm ruining his guy when he needs his guy for the playoffs. There is no fixable solution to this, in my opinion. The only way you're going to fix an all-star game is if players start caring a little bit more. And since we know that that's going to be out the window, this is what you're going to get. Adam Silver can be as disgusted as he wants. Larry Bird can say whatever he believes. And I believe Larry Bird. I'm with him on that one. What you want and what you're going to get. Those things are no longer going to be in the same box when it comes to the NBA All-Star game. No, I, I, I agree with you, Freddie. And I, it's just the, the day and age that we're living in now, right? Mm-hmm. And the mindset and how players approach the game in 2024 versus the way players approach the game in the 70s, 80s, and the 90s, and the early 2000s. It's, 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 a, it's a different component nowadays. And we, yeah. <laughs> we, we have to accept it, but we really don't want to accept yeah. it. Yeah, you're right. We don't want to accept it, but I'm not going to complain about it because I know what I'm going to get and since I don't want to be bothered with it that's why I flipped over to CBS and watched the equalizer with Queen Latifah I know (laughs) that battle is going to be a lot better than any battle that the NBA All-Star game was going to put out there Kyle of Michigan at 888-729-3776 Kyle give us your thoughts on the NBA All-Star game on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio well I think if they want to make it more competitive why don't they do what Major League Baseball did the winning conference gets home court advantage in the NBA Finals I like that. You do? 
Oh, yeah, you know I who, do. I love it, too. You know who's going to hate it? The NBA players. <laughs> That's who's going to hate it. I think it's a fantastic idea. Major League Baseball does that, and it's added some spice to the All-Star game. But you know there are going to be a couple of players thinking, man, why am I going to play that much harder for the Western Conference to win, and we may not benefit because our team's not good enough? You're always going to have that. How you know this? There's yeah. always that one. There's always yeah, but, that but, one. But here, here's the thing, though. Like, If I can get the majority to – you know, take it more seriously mm-hmm. because of that. Because let's, let's think about it. When you look at players that are in the All-Star game, a lot of their teams are competing, right? A Absolutely. lot of their teams actually have a chance to do something postseason-wise. So if it is one or two or maybe three, I'll, I'll say, what if it's, if it's four that don't feel that way? Then that's fine. Mm-hmm. As long as the, the majority does, I, I can accept that. Right. So can I. And I'm with you in terms of that. If the majority and if they look like they actually give a you-know-what, I can live with the result. But when I saw the score at halftime, and I mentioned the score to Denise, and she goes, oh, is that the end of the third quarter? I said, no, that's halftime. And she goes, no wonder you're watching the equalizer. That's not appealing to me to watch something like that. Well, I, I was actually, I had got home from, from Chattanooga. Uh-huh. And instead of just paying closely attention to it, yeah. honestly, Freddie, I got into my word. I got my Bible and I started reading my, my, mm. my daily stuff. And right. I said, this is more important than this doggone basketball game. It right is. Now. Yeah. Well, right now, if anybody needs religion, it's the NBA All-Star <laughs> game. If anybody needs Proverbs 314, it's the NBA All-Star game as far as that goes. Jameer in Pennsylvania, what you got? Thoughts on the fixing the All-Star game or the NBA All-Star game? What what are your thoughts at 888 Hey, gentlemen, I love your show. I appreciate you guys every day. Thank you. Um, I say they're not playing defense in the league. They're, you know, games are averaging, or not averaging. You see 120 points in a regular season game. I mean, 200 is, is far fathom, but nobody celebrates defense. No one's celebrating it. I think as an average watcher, I coach high school basketball, coach collegiate league for a few years. I get more in awe sometimes by seeing how they score. You know, Damon Lillard pulling up from half court, mm-hmm. I mean, and making it consistently, yeah, that's something that a lot of us can't do and, and the dunks and all that, but they're not playing real defense in the league now. Anyway, who celebrates defense? That's why I think Pat Beverly is so, like, he's an anomaly to an extent. He, he sticks out. He's not a big scorer, but he's one of these lockdown defenders. We can't probably name five or six lockdown defenders in the NBA right now. But you know, in my opinion, what would make also ESPN highlights if yeah. you have this great player versus that versus, versus this great player, this player slapping the floor saying, bring it on. Mm-hmm. I, I want to lock you up. Yeah. And, and he locks that player up. That's going to also make yeah. ESPN highlights, right? Because yeah. that person is accepting the challenge and he wants some of a, what we, we view as a superstar in the league. I would have loved to trampoline off Jameer in Pennsylvania's thought. I would have loved for Patrick Beverly to been part of the All-Star game. Oh, me too. There would have been a fight midway through the second quarter because somebody would not have liked him checking them 94 feet. And the players, you can't leave him out there by himself. So you're going to defend him, man. It'll look like the <laughs> basketball version of Braveheart if Patrick Beverly had been named to the All-Star game. I would sign up for that just to see somebody who I know, especially Google Pat Beverly's story. There are certain people that care about basketball. He really cares about basketball and all the things he's gone through. And even he said he put himself in those kind of situations. 
if Pat Beverly ever got named an all-star game, it would be also, hey, Pat, where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Well, at least we didn't get named to the all-star for nothing. That's what that would have been hey, like. Pat, if Pat Bev, Beverly pick, been named. Picking up the point guard, 94 feet. Oh, oh man, Lord. I would love to see it. Oh, my goodness. Something like that. I don't know if it will save the all-star game, but <laughs> Harry Douglas and Freddie Cole would be entertained as far as that goes. Sure would. Keep weighing in at triple eight say espn 888 Your thoughts on the NBA all-star game and how would you, quote-unquote, fix it at 888-729-3776. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. The truth about LeBron James staying a Laker. I am a Laker. Forever? Forever, ever? Forever, ever? Ever, ever? Ever, ever? (laughs) We'll see if he was telling the truth about... I am a Laker. And forever? Forever, ever? Ever, Forever, ever, ever? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. It is the Reggae Monday edition of Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're going to move this a little bit when it comes to LeBron James staying a Laker. I am a Laker. Forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. Well, we're going to move that little forever, ever to about 15 minutes away because plenty of you want to continue to weigh in about the NBA All-Star game, trying to fix it. Giving up on it. Can't wait to hear what you have to say at Triple H say ESPN. That is eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. And speaking of LeBron James, he had a chance to speak on the All Star game and what it's become. And he says the reason that we have the All Star game like this is because of the NBA regular season. Man, I don't know. I mean I think it's something we need to figure out where's the median because this is what this is what a lot of the games are starting to look like now too. You know, we wanted to um, get more, you know, more pace into the games. We want to get more shots. We wanted the game to be more free flowing. Um, we stopped letting the game be freedom of movement. A lot of freedom of movement now, and that's what a lot of our games is in the regular season. Now they let us tighten up in the postseason. Um, so it's a, it's a deeper dive into a conversation of how we can um, sure up this game. Um, obviously, from a player's perspective, you know, it's fun to get up and down, but at the end of the day, our competitive. Nature don't like just being able to just have free flowing scoring like that. Really? 
So in so many words, <laughs> he, he, he wants the NBA to get back to physical basketball. Exactly. Right? The hand really? checking, to be able to, you know, someone coming through the lane, hit him with a little elbow here and there. Okay. You know? Really? I, I th- that's what I took from what he was saying right there. That's what I took as well, but I'm stunned to hear him say it. Because for the longest time, LeBron wants what he wants. And he's big on image and big on brand. He clearly knows this is awful for the brand and the image of the NBA. Period. End of story. He completely understands that. And for those who say, well, it's supposed to be about entertainment. There was nothing entertaining about that. There really wasn't. A couple of plays here and there, sure. But I'm not expecting total entertainment for 48 minutes. But that, in an all-star game, that was, that was a disgrace as far as I'm concerned. Well, the, the part that got me about the all-star game was Luka. And we got three up and three down today, and I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. The fact that Luca thought he can heave a damn shot from almost full court to the other end of the basket and hit nothing but the backboard right. and then throw a little alley hoop to himself and get hung, Lord have mercy. Yeah, I don't know what was going Th- on This there. is an NBA all-star player we're talking about doing stuff like this. One of the best players in the NBA right now. Uh-huh. Complete mockery of the game, in my opinion, and a complete joke. Right. Rodney Eldridge hit us on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, and H. Douglas 83. Rapping Rodney says, number one, love the show, and number two, what if next year they select 20 all-stars from each conference? Five guys per side get one quarter. That's it. You get 12 minutes. Maybe those five guys will complete for, compete for one quarter. Just a thought on how to make it a little better. I'll add a little bit of spice to that as well. Whoever plays the best gets the money. Whatever five mm-hmm. side, whoever, who, whoever was the best five in that quarter, you'll be able to clearly see that. That's when you make like a winner take all. You have finances like that, like $500,000 per guy? I guarantee you. We'd see a competitive all-star game based on Rodney's selection and his suggestion and me adding to it. I'm on my soapbox. Because you, you, mm-hmm. you know what's crazy to me, Freddie? Yeah. It's like all these young men had dreams and aspirations to not only making it to the NBA, but also be a part of the all-star game. Right? Like, like where is that little kid fire? Where is that desire to, you know, show homage and respect to the game and the people that paid the game before you? Like, like, yeah. like, where, where, where is that at? Yeah, well, to that point, if you're a young kid seeing this now, what makes you think that the All Star Game should be part of your future? If you think about, I want to play in the NBA, but I don't know if I want to play in that because the guys I love watching, they don't want to be bothered. Yep. They don't want to do that. So you're setting a precedent that's not a good precedent. That's why I firmly believe LeBron James said that, saying we got to tighten this up because I would not want a little kid, male or female looking at that and saying, well, if LeBron don't care about the All-Star game, it's fun for him, but he seems like he don't want to be there. Or if he is there, he's just going through the motions. Then why am I making that a dream of mine, a goal of mine, if and when I reach the NBA? Well, in, in, in the NBA, they definitely play their part in it, too, because to what LeBron is saying, I'm going to bring up something else. Can we stop giving away technical fouls the way we give out technical fouls? You can look at somebody wrong, and they get a technical foul in the NBA. Yeah. Like, I, I miss the days of being able to foul hard. I'm not saying try to hurt someone. Absolutely. But sending a message, making sure someone don't just walk down your lane mm-hmm. or whatnot. Like, I, I, I miss that. And I, and I know we're not going back to it. No. But I really miss those times in basketball. Keep weighing in. How would you fix the NBA All-Star game? Or is it unfixable at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776? That gives you a chance to be heard on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Let's bring in the always and always entertaining the Mighty Wolf in Virginia. Three, two, one. Oh! <laughs> what a wish. <laughs> 
respectful howling hello <laughs> from my pack from my pack brothers. Please give me a little extra time, yes. if you will, Freddie sure, and Harry, absolutely. on this segment, okay. if you don't mind. Sure. What I wanted to say was drop this because the little boys, little girls have lost their energy to compete at this level. I say to reformat the content, bring in NBA rookie all-stars to play NCAA all-stars. Let that competition come home because they'll appreciate the money. The fans will love it. It's the next step for the amateur to go into the pro ranks. It's the next step to give the branding of advertising sales and ticket sales a chance to take hold. Similar to the European consumer loyalty of soccer, those youth clubs, they don't break them up. There's no transfer portal. They stay together, and so is their fan base. Please allow me one last comment. Mm-hmm. Did anybody whack that hot Lanta attic rat? Did you, anybody? Did Asante Samuels oh, get the contract? <laughs> <laughs> Asante Samuel almost got us fired on Friday. <laughs> the two-time Super Bowl champion, NFL player. In the words of Kramer from Seinfeld, he just let the expertise fly. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, you know what I just thought of, though, Freddie? What's that? If the All-Star Game is going to be what we just witnessed, yeah. I would rather do international players versus mm. the U.S. players and see how the game goes at that point. I'm for anything that will bring any kind of competitiveness to this game that I'd love to watch so much. I used to circle the All-Star Game all the time. I'll never give when they had a Madison Square Garden. I would have sold my parents down the river to be a part of it, to be in a building. Because an enemy all-star game had not been in Madison Square Garden in a long time. And it was so cool being there watching Kobe Bryant and Allen Iverson and also Carl Malone. All those dudes playing against each other and going at each other. Yeah, good-naturedly, but that competitive juices. They were right at the top, right at the cream of the top. It was such a cool environment at the world's most famous arena at Madison Square Garden to see something like that. Yep. that that's why I understand where it's, what it's become. That don't mean I got to like it. I'm not trying to fix it. Hey, NBA, this is a player's problem. This is an NBA problem. What are you going to do now? I love your idea because we got enough world players that are studs in the yes, NBA. Yes, sir. With Nikola Jokic <laughs> and Luka Doncic and Joel Embiid and Shane Gilgis Alexander. Yep. Yeah, if you want to have America versus the world. You I, talk about bragging rights? Hey, absolutely. If the international players win, you can always whisper in their ear, mm-hmm. don't forget mm-hmm. where basketball is going. So, yeah. so, so international we, players. Yes. So we did a front court. Okay. The world team's front court would okay. be Embiid, Embiid. Jokic, yep. and Giannis. And Giannis. That's the, that's the front court. Oh, oh, the oh, back court could be Luka Doncic and say Gilgis Alexander. That's your backcourt right there. Exactly. You got Wimby coming off the bench? Wimby coming off Wimby, the bench. Wimby, oh, Lord. Yeah. You got Jamal Murray, who would be your backup point guard and oh, two guard from Denver. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We could go on down the line with that. If but do, that, do, that, do, that don't you think that would states, be good, though? It'd be like fantastic. It. It'd be unbelievably good because now if you're a U.S. player, you do not want to get punked. No. No, 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 no. But, you don't want to get embarrassed but, by the international player. If they want to get punked and get embarrassed. Maybe just me. I think too. Also, Jamel Hill brought this point up, made this point today on yeah. uh, Twitter. Another thing that that's taken away from some of the allure of these games mm-hmm. is seeing the players play together. Because of free agency, so many of these stars are now playing together. Where back then, your star would only play in one location for ten, twelve years. So the All Star Game was the only time you saw them playing together. Right. Now everybody's everybody's playing with everybody anyway. So that so, so some of the allure of that one time only where you can see a. You know, a Jason Tatum and a 
whomever on the same team. That's gone now. Well, put it this way. Here's where I'll counter that because it's a fair point. But here's where I counter that. When they broke it back in the Eastern and Western Conference, so you don't have this mixing and matching anymore. You don't have Steph Curry playing somebody at the Eastern Conference, somebody at Eastern Conference playing the Western Conference. They had that for a little bit, and that was a disaster as well. So they did away with that. They did away the whole Team Giannis versus Team LeBron and drafting players. I thought it was an awful idea when that came up. So they've gone back to Eastern Conference versus Western Conference. So you get a chance if Joel Embiid's not injured. Joel Embiid and Jason Tatum will be on the same team together. You get a chance to see that. But you have to give a you-know-what when it comes to that. Maybe Harry's on to something. Have the U.S. versus the world, the North America versus the world, because those Canadian players are coming on strong too. So you may not, mm-hmm. you may not want to cede that to the rest of the world when you got dudes from Canada that can ball a little bit that are making all-star teams like, say, Gilgis Alexander, Oklahoma City, and Jamal Murray, the Denver Nuggets. And I think everything should be, should be explored if you're Adam Silver, right? And you can't be afraid that you're not going to get the result you probably want, which is you yeah. probably want the North American players to win that game. But, hey, right. if it breeds stiffer competition, yeah. I want to see international yeah. players versus North American players. And yeah. let, let, us, let the people see the outcome, mm-hmm. and let's see how much fire we get between – or competition we get between the two sides yeah. and see who comes out on top. That, yeah. That's what I want to yeah. see. Yeah. Wolf's idea is not bad having the college all-stars. You have to do that at the end of the season, of course. Yeah. And you can do it at the end of the year, the NBA season, though, have the rising stars versus that. That'd be the kind of seeing guys that are on the come up in the NBA versus guys wanting to do the same thing if their agents don't get in the way as far as that goes. Keep weighing in at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your thoughts on the NBA All-Star game, we can't wait to hear you have to say at 888-729-3776 on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Well, LeBron said I am a Laker. At least for now. How much truth is in that when he said I am a Laker. And how much longer will that continue with LeBron James? I am a Laker. We'll see if he's going to tell the truth and stay there forever, forever, ever, forever, forever, ever, ever, forever, ever, and ever, ever, and ever, 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 ever. LeBron James. I am a Laker. At least for now. That's next on Freddie Harry on ESPN Radio. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Reggae Monday, known as Freddie and Harry, with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Well, LeBron does not want to be everywhere. He just wants to stay where his feet are in Los Angeles, meaning ending his career as a member of the Los Angeles Lakers forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. I am a Laker, and uh, I am I'm happy and been very happy being a Laker the last six years, and, uh, and hopefully it stays that way. Um, but I don't have the I don't have the answer to how long it is, or you know which uniform I'll be in. Hopefully it is with the Lakers. It's a great organization and so many greats, but but we'll see. I don't know how it's going to end. But it's coming. LeBron, why would you do that? (laughs) I want to be a Laker, but right now I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball, but I want to be a Laker. I can't predict the future. I can't see in the future, but I want to be a Laker. Dude, please pick one. (laughs) It's not hard. (laughs) Freddie, this is is his sixth season 
uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers. One championship, not the greatest, you know, postseason success since he's been there. Made the conference finals a year ago. And here's what's unique about the spot that the Lakers are in right now. Um, mm-hmm. If everything ended right now, they would be competing in a play-in situation, right? right? And what's unique about that, when you look at who's number one in the West and number two in the West, number one is the Minnesota Timberwolves, number two is the Oklahoma City Thunder. If the Lakers was to match up with any one of those teams currently right now, I'm picking the Lakers to win that series. Understandable. Because of LeBron James and the maturity and understanding, uh, be it, been there, done that, yeah. the whole nine. Now, where it gets dicey, when you have the Denver Nuggets and you also have the Los Angeles Clippers, if they're mm-hmm. able to move up in those spots. Mm-hmm. And now if you're the Lakers, you're saying to yourself, ooh, I don't think this is the spots we really want to be in. Sure. But as time passes, I think LeBron, he's going to see how this season is going to end up. Yeah. And if there's promise in his opinion, I think he's going to remain a Laker. If, okay. if he doesn't see the promise moving forward within the season – then it's up in the air. Yeah, and that's completely fair. And that's why if I'm, if I'm an NBA team right now, if the Lakers call me on the phone, I'm hanging up the phone. Why am I helping you to help LeBron for? That's your job. Find some other sucker that's going to help you out. But that wouldn't be me if it's somebody in the Eastern Conference unless the haul I'm getting back in return is going to be worth it while I'm not mortgaging my future to help out LeBron James in his present to try to get another NBA championship because they clearly sent that message to the Lakers at the trading deadline. They said, we are not helping you to help him. You're going to, to do a better job of that and figuring that out. Wendell in California, 888-729-3776. Wendell's got something to say about this and Freddie and Harry. Wendell, what you got, my friend? Hey, what's, you guys do a great job, man. I want to tell you that first right off. That's Appreciate why I'm you. listening to you. Appreciate you. But LeBron came here to L.A. for two reasons. One for the money, two for the accolades. And he's gotten both of them since they've been here. The team, I've been a Laker fan since I was eight years old. I just turned 72 years old, 17th of February. And congratulations. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. But, man, the dude, he's, he's going he's gonna to make his money. And then he's going to go off into the sunset. <laughs> and being a Laker fan, I hate saying that because I remember when the Lakers used to be, man, every year we was going to be in the championship. We was going to play for the finals to get there. Now, we, the Laker fans, are, we, we're in disarray. We don't know what to do. This dude talking about he wants to be a Laker. Uh, your boy Perkins on TV talking about he could play till he's 50. What player has ever played the NBA till he's 50? Name me one. Zero. I can name some baseball players that played today was fifty, but ain't no base. There ain't no basketball player gonna play till he's fifty because the contact is too much for him. The, basically, the schedule is too much for him. Eighty-two games is too much for him to play at a professional level. I used to play basketball, and I was a little guy. Sidney Wicks taught me how to play basketball at Mount Vernon Junior High School nice. back in the '60s. Nice. Sidney was six foot nine, and I was five foot ten. So guess who won that battle? <laughs> and, 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 I, and I say for LeBron, right? When you talk about mm-hmm. recognition, being able to accomplish some things as a Laker, he won an NBA championship, but also mm-hmm. became the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. Right. You know, passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and doing so. Yeah. And when you look at how the Lakers used to compete year in and year out, like our caller just mentioned, right? It is no longer that. Uh, every year, it seems like this team is floating at the bottom or, or at the eight, nine, ten mark in the NBA in the Western Conference, trying to fight for a spot to be able to get into the playoffs. And it's just weird 
that you're feeling that because we're talking about LeBron James, one of the greatest players to ever play this game. And But I'll tell you this, what's key for their team, in my opinion, you talk about a guy in D'Angelo Russell. Point guard play is very key for me. Mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell has to continue the streak that he's on. The last 10 games, he's averaging 21.1 points per game. Right? He has to continue that. It doesn't have to be 21, but if he's in that 17, 18 range, yeah. that's good for their team because that takes more pressure off not only LeBron James, but also Anthony Davis. And Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves also has to be that guy. Uh, when it comes to physicality, we've seen last year the physicality really took over when they played certain teams in the playoffs. So they had – yes, they they have that when it, when it, when it comes to a bonus point. And the, uh, the Golden State Warriors, right? They was just physically more imposing than the Warriors, and that's how they ended up winning that series. So I think for LeBron and this basketball team, they won six of the last seven. See how things go. And if it ends on the positive note, and I think the most positive thing would be an NBA championship, I don't see that happening. But if you can get a lot more positivity out of this basketball team and guys can be more consistent, I can see LeBron finishing his career there. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Hey, hey real, real quick, shout out to our listener, Wendell in California. Mm-hmm. When he said he was 72, Josiah and myself both like, man, he sounds good for 72. And then I thought, I, what is you 70, said it. I thought it. What is 72 <laughs> supposed to sound like? <laughs> it sounds like Wendell. That's what it sounds like. What does the coach team and Cowboys sounds like? That's next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.